You're listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon, the very first one of the year. And I'd love to welcome back on the program fitness coach Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to speak to you. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you too. How are you? Yes, I'm very good, thank you. All the better speaking to you. And, and I think we've got a great first uh, topic of the year, and that is sticking to these all-important fitness New Year's resolutions. Because as you always say, uh, health is wealth, and we want our listeners to be healthy and wealthy in, in every way possible. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And so it's always a... It's always a um, uh, a topic for conversation this time of year. Everyone sets their goals, and they, you know, and they, and, and you know, some set it really well, and some people don't set them really well. Some people don't even set goals at all, and yet some people, and and you know, a little bit of both. Majority of most that do set goals, they achieve what they they achieve. So it's a really interesting topic, and I and I really want to sort of address the the broad spectrum of of the people that are out there. Whether they're setting goals that are specific, whether they're setting less uh, loose goals, whether they may be just setting up the process, um, I think process is really important. All those people who just don't, you know, set goals at all, and and all they want to do is, is they just want to just keep plodding along and 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 doing whatever they want. But I think the the the, the first one that I, I really want to get stuck into is is like, you know, people say to me, "Do goals work?" And I say yes, and I say no. And what I mean by that is, is that you know, goals work because, um, you know, if you set them up right. So you've you've heard of a smart goal before? Yes, I have. A very uh, business uh, business school, but I think they're applicable um, in all areas of resolutions and, and fitness. Yeah, and and the thing is, is just just for the the listeners out there who who not sure what smart means, it, it's specific measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based. So if your goal is all of those five things, it's a very, very strong goal. So if you note that down, SMART. SMART goal is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based. And if you can set your goals around that, then you will, um, then you will have a much more uh, visual picture, a, a, you know, and obviously a much more realistic um, goal that you can set yourself, especially if it's around uh, weight loss or fat loss. But not everyone's goals are around that. You know, some people are really just about getting healthy. And so that's when you can, you can focus on the process. And focusing on the process, you can still use the SMART goal thing, but, and you can still be specific and time-based, but you're basing around more of the process of being able to get healthy. So what would be um, you know, just just asking you, Noreen, what would be, what would healthy look like for you? Yeah, um, just going, just very quickly, just going back on the being specific. I have found from past experience, being specific helps a lot more. So rather than just saying, "Oh, I want to lose weight," if I tell myself, or, or in the past, if if I want to uh, lose ten pounds with within three months, that helps me a lot more than just saying lose weight. So yeah, just going back to the, to the specific thing. Yes, um, but back to your question, what would healthy uh, look like? I think hiking for two hours without having to stop for every half. Half an hour is is what healthy is like. It's getting pretty. I, I get quite out of breath, especially when I'm going uphill these days. And I think to myself, this was not the case five years ago. And I wonder is it because I'm getting a old, or am I just not as fit as before, 
or am I just choosing really tough hiking routes, which I really doubt? Well, yeah, it, it could be a combination of, of all of three. all of them. Yeah. I guess I guess yes, we are getting older. The second part is is like you know you're not probably hiking as much as what you should be to be able to get to that point where you you go for a hike and don't don't feel puffed out. But that smart goal is specifically for that process, and you nailed it. What you said is is like you know you want to be able to um, don't feel puffed out, you know when you go for a long walk. Well, you know you can put that into a process as you're saying, okay, well I'm going to go for um, three hikes every week. Mm, that would be very specific, yeah. Yeah. And setting the and, numbers and, then and you planning become, the routes in advance. Yeah, and then you can plan for like, okay, the, you know, the first hike is going to be a really hard one and the second one's going to be a medium one and the third one's going to be an easy one. Mm. But each of those are shorter distances or longer distances depending on the intensity. Oh. So that way, if you're focusing on, I'm going to go for three hikes a week over the next and let's just say three months, you know that you're going to be, you're not going to be as puffed out when you reach that three month mark of making sure that you're hiking for three times a week. Hmm. Exactly. Being specific also helps. And, I, and, and planning is really part of the process, you know, how you're going to achieve that goal. Um, and because if you plan things and if it doesn't really work out, if that goal is you didn't reach that goal for some reason, then if you, for some reason, want to revisit that goal for the, for the next year's resolution or for, for whatever, you know what went wrong. So I find that planning out a goal um, help, helps me, myself, uh, see where I went wrong or what's working for my own body. Yeah, well, that's, that's a really good point, right? The thing is, is like, you know, the thing is, is we, we want to be able to achieve our goals. And, you know, let's face it, people try to self-sabotage themselves all the time when it comes to, to, to fitness goals. And, and this is my experience. But what I recommend that a lot of people do is, is that, you know, you've set a specific goal, but now you need to write it somewhere that you're going to read, like even on a daily basis, hmm. where it becomes like a, a, an affirmation, a positive affirmation. And we will, and I, I want to go a little bit into this next week, but you know, um, but, you know, being able to set yourself up so that way you, you, you become a disciplined and motivated person. So you go into a habit and then from a habit you go into, um, uh, into the person that you are being. And we can go through that next week. But just getting really clear on your goals. And does it really inspire you? Does it really inspire you to be able to go for those heights? You know, and so if it does inspire you, then it's a great goal because you, you've got more chance of hitting that goal so it really inspires you. If it doesn't inspire you, change the goal. Find a different goal. So whatever that may be, you know, you know if, if hiking really inspires you, go for it. But if, you know, going to the gym really inspires you or, or going to aerobics classes really inspires you, then make that as a goal. That's so good. Yeah, and, and just having a backup plan as well because sometimes, let's face it, sometimes we set New Year's resolutions or fitness New Year's resolutions um, because of the idea of it. But sometimes it just doesn't work out. And then, and we'll talk about it more next week. And sometimes if you lose motivation, you end up dropping it altogether. So having that backup plan is quite good. Like you said, you know, it, I like hiking, um, but if it doesn't work out, then maybe I like badminton. So I'll make a commitment of playing badminton twice a week. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> and we are supposed to move, right? I mean, we, we are supposed to be moving on a daily basis. So if you haven't got like a daily movement um, schedule, like whether that's like walking, you know, ah, for 10,000 steps each yeah, day. Getting off the MTR one stop earlier and just walking that one stop. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Really good <clears throat> and, and that's really that, you know, that now that you've got now that you've got it a little bit, you can plan all these sort of things. Then it's really putting it into your schedule because putting into your schedule does not allow you to get off the hook. Because if you don't put it into your schedule, it's very easy to put something else in there. So what's really important to you and then put it into your schedule. It's like big rocks, putting the big rocks in, like it's like eating or brushing my teeth. You know, I want to make sure that this becomes that habit and that habit becomes who I am. So I need to be able to put it in my schedule every week. And what I do in mine is, is I put it as a, um, uh, as a recurring and I'll show you one of my, my, uh, my goals for this year. And I, and I, and I, and I'm really, really scared because, um, it's running. I'm going to run a half marathon by the end of this year. I've never done it before, but I made a point of putting into my diary and I've already put it into my diary three times a week that I'm going to have a, a short, hard run, a medium, you know, a medium run and a, a long, very easy run. So that way I've got them in my diary now and there's no getting out of it. They're in my diary and I plan everything around that. So if someone says to me, hey, look, can we have an early morning meeting or I want to train a client? Well, if I can schedule it into another point, then I will. But I will do hook or by crook to be able to move that client or move that person to another day or another time so that way I do get my time in. Because one thing I've learned over this period of, 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 um, of, of COVID is, is that, you know, my time is precious. Yes. And if I'm not spending that time on developing myself, how can I expect others to do the same? So my goal this year is, is to be able to run a half a marathon. And how do I do that? First of all, I've written down a, um, you know, a very specific uh, uh, a goal, and then I've put it into my calendar and making that part of my calendar. The other thing that I've done is I've also put it into a positive affirmation. So a positive affirmation, and I, I, I think we've talked about this before, as a positive affirmation is something that you, you, you read and you say out loud every day. And that's part of my positive affirmation. I will run a half a marathon before December 31st, 2022. Hmm. That's really good. And and that will help you condition your mind. Because when you say affirmations, it kind of gives you that, that can-do um, spirit. Because if you keep telling, if your inner voice says, oh, I can't do it, I can't really do that, then, you know, that becomes the reality. But if you, you know, put it into um, positive affirmations. And also, if you are paying to do your half marathon as well, Nathan, I, I don't know, is it a, 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 um, a Hong Kong thing? I don't know. If, if people pay for these classes and pay for these things, they're less likely to miss it because they've invested money into it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a Hong Kong thing. I think it's a. I think it's a it's universal a thing. Anybody who pays anything for anything don't want to miss don't out. Wanna, unless, exactly. unless what you're paying for is not worth that much to you. Yes. And what I mean by that. So if you, um, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, if you if you go and buy a um, if you go buy a Gucci bag you're more than likely to be using your Gucci bag, making sure you take care of your Gucci bag. But if you go out there and buy like a, um, 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 Those, uh, um, a, a Nike the, bag, yeah. 
<laughs> you know, by month three, you've probably got it at the bottom of the closet and you've probably destroyed it by now. So my point being is, is like it has to be an investment large enough that makes you feel that it's worthy. So um, if you pay for, uh, yeah, things I'm not paying for those hikes. Maybe we should set up a hiking club so people don't miss you, out. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's that's a really good point. But the thing is, is like you know, you don't have to just go hiking to be able to get out, out of you know out of puff. You know, you could join a member. You can join a gym, for example. Yes. And then that way, you then you are paying money into it, but it has to be high enough that you know you it, it it's it's worthy for you. And that's why a lot of people invest in personal training. I mean, it, it really does make a difference when someone is paying you know a hundred dollars a week in in gym fees, um, and then all of a sudden they're paying you know a personal trainer a thousand dollars a week. They'll show up to their personal trainer. Mm. So, you know, and I'm not saying you have to go and get a personal trainer. I'm just saying that you have to be investing some money that is that is actually worthy of you being able to um, to to uh, um, to to achieve your goal. Now, back to your hiking. Well, then, you know, you cannot you don't have to use money. You can use um, uh, uh, what do I call is um, mental bribery. You know, if you have a, um, if you set up that hike to go with your friend every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you're more than likely to show up to that. Mm, exactly. And so that way, if you have a group of people, then that way you can actually do it that way. And so back to your point is, is that, you know, if we set up a, 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 a walking club, and if we're running the walking club, well, who's more likely to keep the walking club going if you've run it, if you've organized it? Exactly, because you feel more sort of invested. Um, you've got yeah, a bigger interest. Back to the smart goals. So the second one is M, which stands for measurable. Um, mm. How do we measure um, our fitness, and how important is it to keep measuring the sort of improvements that we've made uh, to our health and fitness as we try to achieve our goals? Oh, I think it's. I think that's where a lot of the money is, because that's why a lot of these fitness apps are doing so well, is because all of these things are being digitized. So if you notice that if your heart rate is not as high as it was before, or you're covered uh, further kilometers, I saw an app the other day, and I'm just trying to think of the the, the name of the app, but it actually maps on on GPS where you tr- where you walk. And so that way, not only tells you where you went on your walk, but it also tells you how far how far you went and how long it took. And if you keep taking that same route, and if you use that route as like a um, as your test, then every time you go back to that route, you're going to beat it. I had the same scenario a few weeks ago. I've started running, and the first time I ran, I ran for 64 minutes the same route, and then I ran this following week on that on that same day, and I did it in 58 minutes. Oh, wow. And I was chuffed. Yeah, because it's the same route and you did it at the faster time. Yeah. So all of a sudden you get inspired. So, you know, I think there's, it's really important to be met to measure how fit you are. And this, you know, you've got your eye, eye watch. Runkeeper. Runkeeper is another one. I think it was Runkeeper that I saw, actually. Yeah. And, um, and you know, you, you've, you've got a lot of these things. The, the other thing, we, if you go back to that, um, you know, if back to that measurable, is, is that, you know, you can do it on time. You can do it on length. You can do it on your heart rate. Um, you can do it on your, um, your, your perceived exertion. 
Um, so there's many different ways that you can use measuring as a way of keeping you motivated. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Nathan. I think just seeing the progress that one's made really just keeps you motivated. And I know we often talk about weather um, a lot, but I think winter time is a great time to go running because uh, when it's so hot and humid and sticky, a lot of times we we'll say, oh, it's still hot to go running and, and then you end up not doing it. So now is really a good um, season, if you like, to, to, to go running, just putting it out there. To, to oh, it's you. a great time. It's <laughs> so nice out there. And then what are you going to do when it starts to get hot? Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose, I mean, there's always indoor options. I mean, people, you know, you can run on a treadmill. I, I suppose running outside is so much nicer. Well, for, for, for me personally. Um, but, you know, there are there are alternatives. <laughs> there are alternatives, right? Even in, in you, you nailed it on the head. Is What about the time of day? Y- yes, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe early morning Run in walk, the morning. Maybe exactly. late night walks. That could be something that you can you, you can play with to be able to, to be able to make it work. And I think you know you've been able to get variety. I was reading an article on the other day on uh, of the CEO of um, uh, he used to be um, CEO of one of these movie production houses in the U.S. And he's like the he's the fittest CEO in the U.S. You know, he's got seven percent body fat and he's sixty-two years old. And they asked him, you know, what was the secret? And he said, just variety. You know, being able to get variety in your working out keeps you interested. Absolutely. And so it's great to have that that you know that motivation of going for a run or going for a hike. But what are you doing on the other days? What can else you do? And you maybe you can include badminton. And running with a buddy as well and just keeping it interesting. Maybe there's some days you, you listen to music, but then if there are other days when you can team up with someone and, and going on long strolls or just running even, um, that's, that's, a, you know, that's another day that you can spend on the fitness wagon. I, th- I, find, I find running with a buddy often helps. I, I don't like running alone, but if somebody was next to me, then I could chit-chat and it makes it go by faster. It does. Funny enough, that's exactly that's exactly what we did a couple of weeks ago. Hardly run, don't like running that much. Ran for a buddy, and the first time I ran for 60 minutes or longer. That's so, so I think nice. it's really good to have someone going with you. Exactly, yeah. But it's just such a solo thing. And when you look around you, when you look around Hong Kong, people usually run by themselves. But i, I got to mm. put it out there, it's so nice just to have a running buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, you know, you know, the, the things we mentioned is, is like, you know, having a community of people having and, you know, don't just give it to just one person to be able to go running with, you know, create that little group. If you create like two or three of you, this group that I've joined in, it was just two of them. And now I'm the third person. And it just keeps us motivated to, oh, you can't come this week, but I'm going to go this week. So that way, you know, you keep everyone motivated throughout the time and, and it, you know, you know, when we talk about it next week, you know, discipline and motivation will only get you so far. Yeah, You've got to create that habit. We've only got a couple of minutes before the 2.30 news, Nathan. Let's, uh, we may not go through all of it, but like, like, like we said, we will sort of continue with it next week because we're going to talk about motivation and discipline. But let's quickly talk about the A in, in SMART, and that is attainable. I'm sure you've had clients, you've trained clients before that set their goals, um, big goals, 
uh, maybe too big to achieve. Um, yeah. How? Yeah. How do we set realistic goals? That that's something that we we should all because we all want to believe in our own powers and yeah. we all feel motivated at the beginning of the year, which is a good thing. But then we set goals yeah. which we can't do. Yeah, and that's that's where the that's where a lot of people fall down because if they don't achieve their goal. Or, um, or you know, they 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 fail at the first hurdle. They just give up. And you know, m- you know, many people join, you know, gyms and and start fitness programs on January first. And by February first, you know, they've already given up. And so, you know, attainable is really important because that will keep you motivated. I always suggest is to be able to get yourself one to three percent fitter every workout. Okay, so. Over a, over a month, you should be looking at, and if you're exercising three times a week, you should be looking to get yourself anywhere between 7 and 10% fitter than what you were the month before. If you're looking to lose weight, I would be setting a very, you know, a very modest target. Generally, people are like, oh, I want to lose four kilos in a month. I give people half a kilo at most for the month of losing weight. Yeah. Especially when and, you're coming out of Christmas and, and the festive seasons, you know, your appetite may have increased. So just yeah. going cold turkey may not be so easy. Yeah. And, and generally when you're also, when you've come out of that period, you, you've, all, you've, you've got a lot of bloatedness. So generally you'll lose a lot of weight initially and then it'll stop. And that's when people go, oh, this is too hard. I'm not losing. Like I lost four kilos last month. Now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to lose nothing this month. So really, it's 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 really important to be able to set, you know, targets that are attainable and realistic. And when it comes to fat loss and weight loss, I always say no more than half a kilo, uh, half a kilo a week. Exactly. Right, Nathan, always so nice to chat with you. And I look forward to more chats with you uh, next Monday. Thank you very much. And Happy New Year once again to you. Happy New Year and Happy New Year to everyone out there. And I look forward to hearing how everyone goes next week. Thank you very much. And a